Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I'm Dale. Uh, We have been looking of late at uh, the manifestations of the Spirit spiritual gifts, okay, what Paul called in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, spirituals. And so uh, I want us to, uh, we've been looking just uh, episode by episode at various things, and I want us to back off just a little bit today and make sure that we are continuing to catch the overall picture of everything and have one major point that we've arrived at, and this point is really, really important. So what we've seen so far in 1 Corinthians 12, at least, is that Paul did not want them to be unaware about these spirituals, about these spiritual gifts. And he called them brethren. So we're talking about believers. And he told him, he said, you know how you were led astray when you were pagan to mute idols? He said, this isn't that type of thing. He said, the outpouring of the most high God through his spirit into believers is an amazing thing. And this is how we function together. And we've seen already that there's varieties of these gifts, but there's the same spirit, that there's varieties of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of effects, but it's the same God who works all things and all who are believers. So we see there God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. But then in verse 7, he said this, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And this is what is so important, is that the Holy Spirit gives his manifestation for the common good. And what we're about to see in a few verses is that he does it for a particular reason, okay, and in a particular kind of way. So the overall reason is for the common good of the body of Christ. Is that to the benefit of the individual himself? Well, of course, because the individual is part of the common body. <coughs> I've actually had friends that would say things to me, well, no, no, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit are not for the individual, and so if it benefits the individual, then that is selfish and that's prideful. Well, no, that's not true. Because the individual is part of the common good. Then Paul comes along in verse 7, I mean verse 8, and he delineates uh, certain uh, manifestations of the Spirit, certain giftedness of the Spirit. And we talked about these last couple episodes, but they bear repeating. Because remember, we we learn best by repetition, right? Verse 8 said this, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another word of knowledge according to the Spirit. So you see words of wisdom and words of knowledge. Now again, uh, a word of knowledge is that you have knowledge about something which otherwise you would not be able to have knowledge about. I was talking with a lady yesterday about this, and she was just expressing how that God's done this to her, and and it just amazes her that, that she will know about something. She will have information and knowledge related to something. Uh, And there was no way that she would know it, but she knew. Well, the Lord had clued her in. The Lord had given her a word of knowledge. Now, a word of wisdom, uh, wisdom has to do with what do you do with the knowledge that you have, okay? In other words, that wisdom of knowing what to do, and the Spirit will grant that and will give that to us. So there's words of wisdom, there's words of knowledge. Verse 9 says this, to another faith by the same Spirit. And to another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. So you notice how he keeps reiterating and driving home the point that it's the Spirit that does this. It's through the Spirit. It's according to the Spirit. It's by the same Spirit. It's by the one Spirit. 
Not a spirit that is fragmented and part of the spirit does this and part of the spirit does that. No, it's the Holy Spirit. Then verse 10, to another, affecting of miracles, and to another, prophecy, and to another, distinguishing of spirits. Oh, that is such a, a needed functioning of the gifts within the body of Christ, which we often turn our back on. And we talked about this before, but the body of Christ quenches a lot of these gifts through a lack of faith and a lack of belief. But we need the distinguishing of spirits to where we know what spirit we're dealing with. Is it the Holy Spirit or is it an unholy spirit? Okay, So it's the Holy Spirit that does these things, that affects miracles, that brings forth prophecy, uh, that brings forth distinguishing of spirits. And then the Holy Spirit also brings various kinds of tongues, languages, and interpretation of tongues. The Holy Spirit gives the spiritual gift of tongues. And he also gives the spiritual gift of interpreting of these tongues. Now, again, I know there's a major portion of the body of Christ that says, well, that, perhaps that happened in the first century, but that doesn't happen today. And they try to explain it away by the next chapter, which we'll get to eventually, 1 Corinthians 13. But that's simply untrue. It's simply not the truth. The Lord gives the gifts of tongues. When we get to chapter 14, we'll see more about why and what the functioning and what the role is and what's happening within that. The bottom line is this. These are all manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a little hint about the tongues. I have a friend that gave me a great line about that, and I, th I think he's actually uh, absolutely right on it. The gifts of tongues, the problem you run into that quite often with people, is that it offends them. It's offensive, and it is. Okay, there's times when it is, uh, because I can't understand it. I can't explain it, okay? There's certain things about this that I just don't like sometimes, and it's offensive. And my friend told me this. He says, yeah, God has a tendency to re uh, offend our mind to reveal our heart, to offend our mind and our great intellect and all that stuff we think we have. To he does that to reveal the true nature of our heart. So we've seen all this already. This is the one verse that's the new verse for today, 1 Corinthians 12, 11. Seeing that the Holy Spirit does all this, here's what verse 11 says, but one and the same Spirit works all these things. It is the Holy Spirit who works all these things. And so if the Holy Spirit is releasing, uh, uh, just the gifts we see right here, a prophetic gift, a gift of prophecy through somebody, then how can I as a believer stand back and be offended by that when I must acknowledge and realize it's the Holy Spirit that's doing these things. See, that's what the problem is. <laughs> it's I'm not so much that I'd be offended by the person. I'm sitting there saying, well, maybe God needs to do it a different kind of way. And boy, we just cannot do that. But I stopped halfway through the sentence. Listen to the whole sentence now. Verse 11. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. Distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. So that's sort of the follow-up of what we saw up there previously, that there's varieties, and the Lord gives these gifts. In verse 7, he said, to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit according to the common good. In verse 11, we see that it's the Holy Spirit who distributes these things individually to each one of us just as he wills. It is determined by what the Spirit desires to do, and the Spirit does that which the Father wants. The other portions of Scripture shows us that. And so 
what we receive via the Holy Spirit comes straight from God, and it is what the Lord wants to grant unto us. Now, there's two things that happen. First of all, quite often the enemy will come in and lie to us, or we'll sit there and get, let the spirit of Eeyore jump upon us, and we'll start thinking, oh, I wish I was like so-and-so. I wish I had that gift and that gift and that gift. And we start looking at other things and thinking, well, there must be something wrong with me. Absolutely not. Nothing could be further from the truth. And then the second thing that quite often will happen is that we reject things. We'll sit there and say, Lord, I want all your giftedness, but I really don't want to speak in tongues. Or, Lord, you know, I believe this. I really believe this, but I really don't think that you do healing nowadays. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to quench that. And more than likely, the Lord isn't going to come along and super, uh, in, uh, uh, superimpose things upon you and intervene within. Though sometimes he will. <laughs> I've got some great stories about that, okay? Only reason I share that with you is don't be like that. Don't quench the spirit. Don't sit there and say, Lord, yes, but something else. Anytime you sit there and say, Lord, you cannot say no. If you've said no to something, then he's not Lord. Okay, that's just a harsh reality. And so I encourage you today to take these things before the Lord. Read this chapter again, 1 Corinthians 12, and just say, Lord, I'm here. I'm your vessel. I'm your servant. You use me as you desire. Do with me what you want. Let your spirit flow and then watch what happens. Don't walk in fear, but walk in faith. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.